listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Today's episode of Final Girls Horrorcast is brought to you by Anthony A., Mondo, and Black Cat. And thanks for joining us on the 301st episode of Final Girls Horror Cast, the show where we discuss some of the horror, thriller, and sci fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. Today we're continuing our Blood in the Water series with the underwater thriller Below. As a reminder, we do tend to spoil things, so continue at your own risk, I guess. Below is streaming on (laughs) Pluto, so if you feel like you want to check it out, you can do so before listening, because we'll spoil things probably, but also I don't really know. So if you're confused by this, that's kind of how I felt watching this movie. So you're welcome. Amy, back to you. Back to you. Is that a new thing we're doing? It's. I mean, it's. We're in the three hundreds now. We can do. We we're we reinventing. That I'm breaking segment. the rules. I'm breaking the rules. <laughs> oh, oh! But before we jump into today's film, let's get started with the segment that we like to call Trailer Trash Talk. Today's trailer is Haunting of the Queen Mary. You thought I was going to say The Exorcist, didn't you? Well, I'm not. We're talking about this one instead for some reason. It releases on August 18th. It's written and directed by Gary Shore, who previously directed Dracula Untold, and the St. Patrick's Day segment in the film Holidays. It's also written by Tom Vaughn, who wrote Winchester, a final girl favorite. Just kidding. The IMDb summary is Haunting of the Queen Mary explores the mysterious and violent events surrounding one family's voyage on Halloween night in 1938 and their interwoven destiny with another family on board the infamous ocean liner present day. It's the most boring summary. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you're familiar with the Queen Mary. I've been. Yeah. I lo- I love the actual Queen Mary. This trailer I could yes. do without it. Okay. <laughs> there was a very long pause there. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's how I Lots feel. Lots of about anticipation. It. Um yeah, I I'm 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 curious, it does the Queen Mary have like a is this like based on a true event? Is there a Queen Mary violent event that happened in Hall- on Halloween in 1938, or is that just fictitious? That, from what I understand, is fictitious. Okay. Um, I think all of the crazy things that have happened on the Queen Mary are, like, um, weird accidents with, like, the door closed on some guy. Um, okay. And then there was, they, they crashed into another boat. Um oh. Like, like things like that, less mm-hmm. murder, <laughs> sure, <laughs> which is kind of how this made it seem, right? Um, so yeah, and also just like interesting things where, like, um, so there's like a little girl ghost that haunts the pool, mm-hmm. um, but you can't go into the pool anymore. So this kind of made it seem like they were like on a cruise, 
in present right. day. Yeah. Which like the Queen Mary hasn't left the harbor in years and years and years. Right. Um, I am aware of that. I know I've I've seen the Queen Mary before. I cruised out of that port. Yeah. And it just kind of sits there and hangs out. And then they do stuff on Halloween, right? Don't they do like haunted tours and mm-hmm. stuff? Yeah. Yeah, they haven't done it for the past couple of years because it did uh, undergo a renovation um last year and then obviously covid before that um but yeah they kind of do like um like a haunted house thing oh i think they did do like a shack thing but like in the parking lot outside the queen mary mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um i haven't i didn't go to that but got it yeah so i don't know <laughs> what uh what what we're doing here um right. i feel like it w- maybe we'll see i don't know i feel like they're feel just like kind the- of this is the perfect thing to put on on like a rainy Sunday when there's mm-hmm. nothing else to do. Yeah. And not expect a lot of it. And just, I mean, we were giggling through the trailer. We so. were. We um, were. I feel like. There is a haunted room, though. There's okay. like a really haunted room, apparently, that um, I forget what the ghost's name is, what they call it. I feel like it's George. But they. Not Mary. It got to the point where they. They like didn't let people in it because mm. people would just complain. They'd be like, "Okay, you can turn off the special effects now." Like it was that active. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah. And then they were just like, "Let's just have it open and charge crazy amounts of money for it." Right. And people would pay it. Um. Right. But then they'd be like, "Okay, you can you can turn it off now." And they're like, "No, like legitimately, it's that active." Um. But that's the most. That's the craziest thing that I've heard. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I will be on a cruise ship on August 18th. Ooh. And I'm wondering if I should watch this while on the cruise ship. Would that make it scarier? I'm not going to waste my vacation watching this movie. But I'm just if, saying. I if have, you're able. I have been known to watch Titanic while on a cruise ship before. <laughs> I would do that. I uh, I definitely have done that a few times. I watched uh, the the Titanic at the Queen Mary. Oh, interesting. That was fun cuz the yeah. if for those of you that don't know the Queen Mary like looks like mini Titanic. Yeah. You know, I I do love a cruise ship. I'm like an old lady at heart. I love <laughs> I love a nice cruise vacation. <laughs> I, so I have an I, inner turmoil. Really, like I feel like I feel like a lot of people do our age. I feel like most people our age want nothing to do with a cruise. That's why I'm saying I'm like an old lady because <laughs> I love See, a cruise. <laughs> no, I I love the idea of a cruise. I just don't love like the environmental impact. Sure, that's like that's where I have the issue. But I would I I love the idea. Like I would love to be at sea with unlimited food. And like pools, mm-hmm. you know, like, and alcohol. That sounds like a dream to me. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the food yeah. is is just a great thing. You know, mm-hmm. ice cream whenever you anything want. you want, anything you want. Yeah. Uh, who Unlimited doesn't want room that service? Uh, yeah, yeah. And the cruise line I go on has very few children, and they have adults only pools. <gasps> so like, it's really that's lovely. The way to do it for some. Yeah, like, that's the way to do it. Not that I don't love children, I do. I do love children, but I don't have any. And I don't really want to deal with loud children when I'm trying to relax on vacation. So for me, it's yeah. it's a plus, you know. 
Yeah, I could do anyway. Do without the kids <laughs> on the vacation. I'm very excited. <laughs> if you can't tell, I'm very excited. But I found out a little bit of a tangent, but not really. It's somewhat related. You can look up your cruise ship and see if people have died on it. And so I have, I did do that recently. My cruise ship is relatively new. It's Mm. like a decade old, maybe, which is not a very long time for a cruise ship to be around. So no deaths. Um, And there have been one death on board, which was a natural occurring death. They had a heart Uh. attack. And then there were two people who were injured in relation to the ship. So when the ship was coming into port, there was, um, Something bad that happened mm. and two people got killed um, who were helping another ship and fell in the water and got sucked under. So the boat was in relation to that. But I but there were no act. There were no murders. So I'm just saying probably well, no ghosts. I yeah. feel like it's yeah. unlikely that there would be ghosts on my ship. But, you know, could happen. Could happen. You never know. You could pick up a, a wandering sea ghost. Oh, a wandering sea ghost. Yeah. <laughs> Those are a thing. Are they? I've yes. I mean, have you been have you heard that we have we have aliens in the water? So Of course. <laughs> it's not that far off. Like Sphere was not that far off, is all I'm no. saying. I mean, with I, all the things I'm hearing about what's going on. Yeah. We love sea aliens. Have you been listening to any of that? I haven't. I have okay. I've been off the internet this week. I think it's really best if you do, if you just kind of stay away from it. (laughs) (laughs) Until they sort it out. Yeah. I mean, let's just, let's just not listen to that, right? I have enough problems, you know? (laughs) I don't have to worry about sea aliens. My question is, is it going to affect my everyday life? And if the answer is no, then I just, I, let's just hold off on that for right now. (laughs) We got enough shit going on, you know? It's too much. Are they going to invade and murder everybody? Because then tell me that. That's Tell important that. information. Yeah. But if it just happened, you know, mm-hmm. it's just a thing that happens. Like, it's fine. Move on. It has yeah. not affected any human that I know. So Good. Good. <laughs> has it affected a human you know? No, nope, not to no. my knowledge. But again, yeah. <laughs> I've been off the internet this week. So <laughs> sure. it's I don't possible have, yeah. that they're all affected. You don't I might have know. Missed, missed a message. Right, right, right. <laughs> all right. You think you got a message recently <laughs> about someone you know? Sea aliens? They're like, who crazy. was affected by sea aliens recently? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't know what's I going wish, on. I wish, though. That'd be cool. Yeah. Okay. What's the what film are we discussing again, Carly? Can you oh. refresh our memories? Yes. We are going to be talking about Below from 2002, written and directed by David Tui, who did Pitch Black as well. Um, it was also written by Lucas Sussman and Mr. Darren Aronofsky, um, who we all know from Requiem for a Dream and Mother. The very simple IMDb summary is strange happenings occur on a World War II submarine. Um, so I did. I was not expecting a young Zach Galifianakis in this movie. <laughs> I had no idea it was him till I was like wrapping up the film. Right. And I was like, wait, that's Zach Galifianakis. Yes. <laughs> 
Is this I his was, first film? It must be close to it if it's gotta not. It's got to be. It's got to yeah. be. 2002. Um, I was expecting, you know, baby Scott Foley, but Zach took me by surprise. Well, and we also have, forgive me because I don't know his name, nor do I know anyone's name, Alaric from Vampire Diaries starring in this as the very handsome lead of the film. Uh, is that Matt Davis? I don't know. Is the actor? He the- I, I think have so. To, okay. I think it's Matt, Matt Davis, Matthew Davis. Maybe. Let me look it up. Um, Matthew Davis. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Legally blonde guy. Yes. AKA Alaric from Vampire Diaries. I know I you didn't watch Vampire Diaries. Yeah. I know. It's very strange that you haven't. I feel like. I feel I like feel you like should. Maybe have. I tried at some point, but. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just missed the the Vampire Diaries. Maybe, maybe for you, I'll jump in. You know, you started watching Suits. Maybe I'll watch Vampire Diaries. Okay, fair. I mean, Vampire Diaries is one of those things where it's just like it's just a fun thing to put on. It's not. Yeah. It's it's not that deep. It's not yeah. good, but it's not bad. And if you like Twilight and you like vampires and you like sexiness, then who you doesn't? Know, you might enjoy vampire diaries. Yeah, who doesn't? Occasional love those werewolves, a werewolf vampire hybrid, perhaps. Ooh, ooh. Have you ever met one of those? I've never met would, one. You would if you watch Vampire Diaries. <laughs> Isn't that? Aren't they in um, Underworld? Right? I don't know. I've never okay. seen Underworld, but I have seen Vampire Diaries. Vampire Diaries. <laughs> Phenomenal. <laughs> Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Um, there's also multiple spinoffs. If you're really into Vampire Diaries, you can watch other shows that are in relation to Vampire Diaries that are not as good. In my opinion. <laughs> so Noted. Go. Anyway, um, he's still very handsome and he's in Vampire Diaries. So there he you is. go. Alar. If you haven't watched Vampire Diaries, it's Warner from Legally Blonde. That's true. That's so, where but, probably a lot of people would know him from. He's way more handsome in this movie than he's uh, is in in Legally Blonde. That's true, but he's also very handsome in The Vampire Diaries, and I well, think he's older in The Vampire Diaries. I so. mean, if he's a vampire, obviously, because like well, he's not are... actually he is oh. not a vampire. He is a vampire hunter in The Vampire Diaries. Ooh, that's Spoiler also alert. kind of sexy, though. It's it works. Oh, <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, bet, sh- bet this wasn't the uh, the the episode you were expecting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe we should just have a Vampire Diaries episode. That's we, fine. Um, so below is a film that came out in 2002. True. And it is about World War II uh, submarine. A World mm-hmm. War II submarine. Mm-hmm. Uh, called the Tiger Shark. T- called the Tiger Shark. It's got Americans on it. Americans. Americans, yep. Americans yep. doing shysty American shit. Very shysty. As per usual. Only, <laughs> I love how we have a World War II uh, film where the Americans are the villains. Totally. <laughs> like, who wrote this? It's like the one time in history ask. when we weren't shitty. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's man. literally like the one time. It's the one time we did like good, and it's like let's just let's just make it not that way. Um, it's a very scandalous submarine, it, is what she's saying. 
I mean, spoiler alert. The Americans aren't aren't great in this. Yeah. A lot of them. Anyway. A lot of them. Um, we have some good ones. Yes. But we have Scott Foley, who is... <sighs> what an I angel. I mean, I love seeing a Scott Foley in a movie. I was Me not too. expecting to see him. It was lovely. He was wonderful. There's a lot of good actors in this. Yeah. Olivia of- Williams. Yes. Um, who you might know from Rushmore. And yes, uh, that's where I knew her from. Yeah. Um, Bruce Greenwood who's been in, like, a million things. He's one of those guys where, like, you recognize him, but you're like, where do I recognize you from? Right. You know? Yes. Um, but he's been in, like, I feel like a million things. He was in Star Trek. Um, he The the movie, the J.J. The Abrams movie, not, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. the original. Um, he was in, the uh, I think, Kingsman, National mm-hmm. Treasure, Book mm-hmm. of Secrets. Um, he's so he's just been in like loads of stuff, and he uh, he was quite the shysty fellow in this. Yes, yes, he was definitely a little bit shysty. Um, I, I, I want to like it. It's just like I don't know what it is. I think it's too dialogue heavy. Is that mm-hmm. what it is? It's like too much explanation, and I still yeah. don't feel like I have enough on explanation. I agree with you. I think that there's a lot of good ideas here. Um, but I feel like we kind of get get lost along the way. I don't know if it's because when they were making it, they weren't kind of sure what kind of movie that they wanted to make. But it feels very strangely edited. And like the story mm-hmm. flow isn't a smooth beginning to end if that makes sense i'm very i was very confused for like the first 40 minutes of the film that's a really long time to be confused it feels like it it's uh, like you missed part of it at the beginning right yeah yeah it feels like it starts in the middle and you're like wait should i know these people yeah there's not a lot of I don't know. It the, the writing just seems disconnected. And I don't know mm-hmm. if it's the number of hands involved in it or maybe it's an editing thing. Yeah. But there's a lot that there's a lot said and it's it's kind of like if you miss a line of dialogue, you might be lost for a while. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of dialogue and you don't always know what they're talking about, so it's hard to like follow it. It shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be hard to follow. It's not a complicated storyline. In the end, I feel like I totally understood everything. But like along the way, I felt lost a lot of the time. And it just seems unnecessary. Especially because they kind of were like, surprise, here's a surprise ending. But by the time I hit the ending, I was like, no, I I kind of figured that the whole time. Um, Yeah. So, okay. I think I might have uncovered a little bit. Okay. Of the of the issue or of the goings on, the behind the scenes, if you will. Yes, ma'am. So um I guess after Pi, Darren Aronofsky's debut, I think, right? I think so. Um Miramax signed him to like for a pay or play deal, kind of to direct a screenplay that he had wrote with Lucas Sussman. So I'm assuming that's like the writing credit on this. Mm -hmm. Um, It was called like Proteus, which was supposed to be a historical sci-fi thriller 
taking place on a submarine in World War II. Mm -hmm. um, the kind of thing was totally different where it was like allies fleeing the U like the German U-boats. Um, and then there was supposed to be an alien monster attacking them from below. Oh, that then, sounds way better. <laughs> yeah. Then in 2000, I guess David Tui was brought on after Pitch Black was kind of like a sleeper hit. Um, and so he was hired to essentially rewrite Proteus and to direct it. And then Darren mm -hmm. Aronofsky moved into a producer role. So, and then he did Requiem for a Dream. So he was originally supposed to direct it, Darren yeah. was. So and then he ended up doing Requiem instead. Yeah, and they dropped all of the science fiction elements yeah. and moved into, like, ghosts. Make, like, he re like yeah, David Tui reworked it into a ghost story. I mean, did he, though? Did he successfully rework it into a ghost movie? No, but the thing that's okay. a bummer is I really liked the ghost elements. I love of the ghost element. Who doesn't love a ghost ship? Yeah. As and, we learned when we watched Ghost Ship. <laughs> and it was really but it was really creepy how he did it too, where like how like the the faces in the water and like how people The mirror like, stuff was oh super cool. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, there was very few horror elements in the film mm -hmm. but what there was was very successful if there was more of them and then less dialogue it would have been a much more exciting film to watch i fell into a coma after watching it i was i was telling carla i'm like i finished watching it but i don't feel like i'm awake enough to talk about it i couldn't have cared less about the movie. I don't know the characters because there's way too many of them. Mm -hmm. There's way too many characters we're following. And I don't know any of them except for like, there's like four characters I care about. But for some reason, and those are the characters that survive. Spoiler alert. But there's like a billion other characters that keep showing up and trying to have storylines. <laughs> yeah. Um, which understood there's going to be a lot of people on board a giant submarine, but I feel like they could have done something sooner to solve that problem. Yeah. And then have more ghost stuff. There's just a lot of, I don't know. I, I It doesn't work for me. I would never recommend this to anybody. Is it a bad movie? I mean, I've seen a lot worse. It's not a terrible waste of your time. I just think there's better options out there. No, that's literally... I was going to say, it's not a bad movie by any stretch of the imagination. In fact, like, it didn't get bad reviews when it came out. Um, but it is, to Amy's point, like, really dialogue-heavy. And I don't know if it would make... Like, I don't know if Pluto cuts things out for, like, their commercials or anything like that. You know, how sometimes they do for... I don't think uh, they do. Okay, because I don't know if, like, I was missing the flow of things with the commercial breaks. But it it just doesn't make a lot of sense. It makes sense, but it's too, it's too much explained in dialogue mm -hmm. and not enough through action um, or, like... Even more facial ghosts. expressions, like yeah, or yeah, show more. Go have the ghosts be more of a thing because they're creepy and they're fun. Yeah, 
but like we don't really get enough of it. Um, I don't know. It just doesn't. It doesn't work for me personally. I I can see how there was a good idea here. I would be more into watching Proteus the the film about the monster in the water that kills people. A sea alien. Let's go. Sorry, we were just <laughs> talking about. Those. I mean, apparently they're real. So <laughs> Darren Aronofsky knew. He did. Um, so, I mean, I, I feel this way pretty similarly is how I feel the sphere. I mean, I felt the same way about sphere as I do about below and that mm-hmm. it feels really disconnected and like, I don't really know what's happening. Um, except in sphere, it makes sense that I don't know what's happening. And in below, mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense that I don't know what's happening. Like I should just know what's happening the whole time. There's sure. no reason for it. And they even like, there's even a point where everyone on board is like, let's come up with ideas of what could be happening. Idea number one. Uh, what if the Germans sank us and they're the ghosts? And then someone else is like, what if we died and we're just dead ghosts and people that are alive are haunting us? And I'm like, why are you bringing up more interesting things than what's actually happening here? <laughs> That's so funny because both of those ideas are more interesting than what actually happened. What we got. And why would you bring that up to like yeah. point a finger at how boring your story really is? No, totally. So it's not... For me, it's a no. Yeah. I will not watch this again. Um, but there are some really good ghosty moments. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, just really not enough of them to, to carry it. Yeah. Yeah. But if you like a young Gal- Zach Galifianakis with a giant beard, then yep. this might be the movie for you. Yep, he looks like exactly the same. <laughs> he really does. But <laughs> I, 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 I thought he did a phenomenal job acting in this. No, he really did. The like, acting isn't bad. I'm impressed with him. I thought he did the best job of all the actors. I can agree with that. Because he does have still like a little undercurrent of comedy yeah. when he talks, but it's not meant to be there, but it works. It just adds a dimension to his character. And I thought, yeah, he was stellar in this. I was um, very pleased with his performance, yeah. for sure. And Good yeah, job, none, Zach. Of, none of the acting's bad. No. At all. The acting's actually pretty good. Very good casting. I just think we could have just done more. The characters are just very, like, dry. There's really no relationships between the characters Mm -mm. developing in any way, shape, or form. I feel like that would have been a really easy way to get us to care a little bit more about what was happening. Yeah. They kind of tried to approach it between the male lead and female lead. But it wasn't, it didn't work for me. It didn't need to be romantic, but it could have been more of a, these people are fucked up. Let's join together and figure this out. Yeah. They didn't really do that. They had them like nodding at each other, but there was no like actual conversations or anything that would drive the story forward. Or, I mean, there could have been a lot of interesting like, there was a lot of hinting towards, well, maybe you're the ones doing this. If you're the ones that think they're ghosts, like, maybe you're the ghosts, right? Yeah. Um, 
they hinted at that, but they could have had that been a whole B storyline that yeah. helped drive the plot forward. And they just completely like dropped it. Yeah. They like nudged it and then let left it alone. They didn't like try to build that at all. No. So it just it's kind of boring because of that. Like I don't really know who any of these characters are. There's a good guy, there's a bad guy. That's all I know. Like it, it, the movie's almost two hours long. We couldn't do more with that. Instead, we have 5,000 characters that we don't care anything about any of them. No, I didn't care about a single person, really. I didn't even like her because she's no. like all sneaky and weird for some reason. I know. What was that about? I don't know. I didn't trust her as far as I could throw her. I didn't like <laughs> any of them. Everyone seemed so shysty. I Everyone was like, wait, yeah. I was like, what else is happening here when she's like trying to save that guy at the beginning i was like is there a weird and then it was and then it it wasn't anything to do with that it was i feel like it's it's maybe a a writing issue when we are trying so hard to keep our audience from knowing who's good and who's bad so we just don't develop those characters do you know what I mean? Like it's it's yeah. almost like they're trying to so hard to red herring it mm-hmm. that we just don't know who anyone is, period. So we don't care. It's like it's not I can see what they were trying to do, but it was just wildly unsuccessful for me. Yeah, I agree. So bummer. Below. I mean, I feel like we've Below. done a lot of like submarine shit. This is like the summer of submarines. Carly. I know. You're welcome. Everyone. In real life. IRL in real life. And also. Next week is not a submarine movie. Well, thank goodness. I'm done with it. Get me out of we're the over sea. It. Well, yeah. I yeah. mean, we're still no, in. We're out. Are we in the sea? We're out. I think we're out of the sea. Oh, good. Oh, good. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm just assuming, but okay. we'll see. Because <laughs> I haven't watched the movie next week either. Oh, right. Well, so. let's talk about something else, though. Oh, I'm please. done talking about Below. I'm also done with it. Um, don't don't bother. <laughs> okay. So now, we t- now we're on to the part where we talk about ourselves. Oh, okay. I like that part. Yeah. We saw New Barbie. segment. Oh, Barbie. Yes, Barbie. We saw Barbie. Not together, yes. but on our no. own. Absolutely. And I loved it. I'm surprised you waited as long as you did. To be honest, uh, like well, how was, how often am I seeing movies before you? I know. Like, well, I was supposed to basically see, never. Uh, I was supposed to see Oppenheimer on Friday, but uh-huh. um, those plans fell through, um, and I ended up going to Disneyland instead. Oh, that's and fun. So yeah, it w- that was great. And then I saw Barbie on Sunday morning, oh, there and you it go. was spectacular. Yeah, it made me happy. I also cried. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just felt it. It just, I felt it. It made me happy. So I went with my hubs, with my Ken. I brought my Ken to the theater. Your accessory? Your accessory. (laughs) (laughs) He's just Tony. (laughs) Uh, No. So we went and saw Barbie. Uh, I think Tony wanted to see Barbie. I think he probably wanted to see Oppenheimer more. Mm-hmm. Um, but he gladly still saw Barbie with me, which was lovely. We had a great time. There were a few times during the film that I was like, is this too 
much for him. And in turn, and I don't mean that a lot of people are talking about like the overall theme of the patriarchy. I'm just talking about purely on a com- comedic, satirical level. It is very, very campy. This movie yes. is way more campy than I think a lot of people thought it would be. <laughs> I don't I pers- know how. Did you see them rollerblading down Santa Monica Avenue? Yeah. There's no way this movie isn't going to be campy. Are you this kidding is me? The, this is one of the campiest movies. I can't believe how popular this movie is for how campy it is. Because it is, and believe me, I love camp um, but I was just wondering if maybe it was a little too campy, a little too cheesy at times for my husband. Um, but every time I looked at him to see if he was cringing, he had the biggest smile on his face. Like he was having a <laughs> fucking blast watching this movie. Oh, so, good. Um, I thought the patriarchy had to do with horses. <laughs> I mean, the movie is hilarious. Oh, um, it's so fucking good. I really... I don't want to sound like I didn't like it. I loved it. I want everyone to know I loved it. I had a blast. I enjoyed it from beginning to end. I loved the 2000 Space Odyssey, 2001 Space Odyssey beginning beginning. of it, which is fucking wild. The whole thing is unexpected, campy, fun, sometimes emotional film. Mm -hmm. And that is said, right? That is fact. As an actual movie, though, I will just need to say it's a little bit scattered in terms of story. Like, I would have liked a little bit more cohesion with the plot, (laughs) personally. Um, I feel like there was so much they wanted to accomplish in terms of nostalgia and jokes that Uh sometimes the story suffered as a consequence. Um, But that's, I mean, who who really cares with a film like this like is plot plot is secondary in a film like this but i feel like when you're doing something so heavily satirical that that can happen um and i think that the nostalgia and there there was like so much they wanted to fit into this movie that the plot really just took a side um in terms of importance at times the plot was fine to be honest it was fine it could have been better I, is all uh, I'm saying. Okay. It was fine. Uh, point, my point, my main point being the whole Mattel thing, like mm-hmm. the whole Mattel company, like that whole plot made no sense in reality. It barely, mm-hmm. it was there to barely push a plot forward and to have Will Ferrell. Like none of that needed to actually exist because it didn't actually do anything. Um, so that, I mean, there were times where I feel like the plot was a little bit, eh. But I think the overall message definitely mm-hmm. came across clear as day. Um, so it doesn't really matter. But I just think of some of my favorite satirical films that maybe have a little bit stronger of a plot, of a, of a sure. path, of a time timeline <laughs> that makes mm-hmm. a little bit more sense. But that's okay. I mean, it doesn't really matter. I still had a blast. I still enjoyed it. I'll still watch it a billion times. So. I literally left the theater and I was like, I cannot wait to own that on like Blu-ray or whatever because yeah. I would watch. 
I would watch it over and over again, but I would also just love to watch all the special features. The, oh my this God. movie is a feast for the eyes. And I love yeah. that they didn't use any CGI in Barbie land that like literally everything was made. I love that they kept the scale of yep. everything. It, it was just the traveling between worlds Ugh. is the most beautiful thing. It's so Ugh, wonderful. It's so amazing. Yeah. I would have been fine um, with a movie where they're just traveling between the two worlds. Just back and forth. <laughs> yeah. Same. <laughs> Different characters doing it. Um, yeah. I, I was a big fan. I really enjoyed it. I'm going to see so Talk good. to Me uh, in a couple days. Friday, right? Friday. Friday, Friday. Mm-hmm. Very oh, yeah, excited. Two days. I know you have already seen it because you saw it at Beyond Fest. I'm so um, excited for you. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't that excited, um, but I've kind of become very excited because of, because there's kind of a lot of, like, people talking about how amazing it is, and you are obviously very into it. Yeah, so, I can't wait to see it again. Um, I mean, that's crazy. <laughs> I rarely hear you say things like that. So no, I like I'm so excited. I'm like, I want this movie to be out so I can see it again. Yeah. So I mean, I'm taking a group of people, which is very rare for me. If I go to the theater to see a horror movie, I'm usually going alone. Um, so I'm pretty stoked to see it with a group. And uh, no one really seems to know about it in my friend group but i was just like i you know it's supposed to be the movie the horror release for the year so it's just it's really well done yeah that's what i'll say okay well we shall see we shall see yeah yeah Uh, yeah How, how what else have you been watching any like tv shows or reading anything that's a good question so no. I don't think so. Now no? that I'm thinking about it, what have I done? What have I been doing with my life? Um, I saw Barbie. This week's been busy because like my entire company has been here and so mm-hmm. every day it's been like something. Mm. Um and then oh I'm trying to f- I'm watching Supernatural again because okay. Owen Suits cuz I'm on the final season of Suits. Okay. And uh yeah, I think I finished the bear. I still need to do that. I finished the bear and I the loved it. The whole thing. Yes, good. I watched. Uh, you know, I good, watched good. the first half of the first season and then I stopped because I wasn't that into it. And then everyone said keep going, mm-hmm. and so I did. Uh, and then I would say, like, there's a few episodes that really. Started to get me excited. I loved the second season. Um, and so I'm super into the bear. Uh, I also watched a silly show on Hulu called Secret Chef. If you're into cooking uh, competition mm-hmm. shows, that's kind of a fun one where they um, all the contestants judge all the dishes and they don't know who each other are because they have aliases. So they cook in secret and they judge in secret. Um, so that's kind of a fun thing. Um, and then I've been re-watching Gilmore Girls because I've been listening to Lauren Graham's book, um, Talking As Fast As I Can, and it made me want to watch Gilmore Girls. So I've been re-watching 
mainly seasons three through five at the moment. I'm just touching upon season five right now. Nice. I do that sometimes. I've been doing it at night when I'm trying to fall asleep, and then I end up not falling asleep, and I stay up late and watch a bunch of Gilmore Girls. (laughs) I love that for you. There's that. (laughs) So, anything else? Anything you're looking forward to seeing? Are you going to go see um, The Haunted Mansion? Yeah. I don't know when, though. Tony Um, saw Oppenheimer today without me, so now... What? That's rude. (laughs) That's I so mean, rude. It's okay because I was planning to watch it at home. Uh, what? No, you have to go. I like that I just laughed. Are you kidding me? Absolutely not. You need to see I don't think you're theater. the only one. It's just, it's three hours long and it seems like a lot of dialogue and I just might get bored. Oh my God, Amy. I just me. don't think Oppenheimer is the kind of movie that I'm not excited about. I'm sorry. Okay. It's just like, it doesn't interest me. Like I've seen the trailer. I've heard about it. People seem to love it. It just, it's not a topic I'm interested in. Uh, mm. You don't love bombs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, history and bombs. I just, I don't know. Like, I was talking to Tony today, and he was like, it's a lot of politics and talking. And I was like, that sounds awful. That sounds like the opposite <laughs> of what I want to sit for three hours and watch. She's um, like, no, thank you. I just feel like if it's great, like, that's cool. But I'm, I've never been in a rush to see it. And people yeah. talking about it doesn't make me more excited about it. It just might not be for me. And that's okay. Um, I, I will still watch it. I just don't know that I want to like, there's a bunch of really good stuff that I'm excited to watch in theaters yeah. right now. So I might just focus on those right now and worry about Oppenheimer later. That makes sense. Do you like Christopher Nolan's other movies? Eh. Okay. So yeah, maybe this one isn't for you. He's fine. I don't yeah. dislike him. It's just I'm not excited about it. Sure. And yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I'm sure it's great. I'm sure it's great. I just, know. you know. Oh, you know what I am doing this weekend? So I'm seeing yes, Oppenheimer ma'am. on Saturday, but I'm also seeing Blair Witch in uh, at the New Bev, and I'm really Ooh. excited. The OG. Really excited. The OG. Yeah, nice. you know it wouldn't. <laughs> it's a midnight movie, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't waste that on the, the I, new one. I know. I'm, I'm just. <laughs> I'm letting our our listeners know because maybe they don't know. That's fair. Yeah, I love the original Blair Witch Project. Yes, I know. Well, that's great. I know Heather's is coming back to theaters for their, I don't know, whatever anniversary. Crazy long nice. time ago. Yeah. Um. Hi, Heather. I love Heathers. It's so um, good. Okay. That's a movie with explosions I love. Is that fair? Yeah. Okay. Can I just say I'm going to see Oppenheimer, but go see Heathers instead? Yes. Okay. Fair. Sounds cool. good to me. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess until next week when we are discussing, wait, what movie are we discussing? <laughs> I uh? was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, next week is our final week of Blood in the Water Month. Uh, And we are going to be watching um, a crocodile movie, alligator movie. I think he's an alligator. Yes. Uh, We're discussing Rogue from 2007. What a title. I know. It is streaming on Vudu, Tubby TV, Pluto, Plex, and Freebie. So get into it. There you go. We're watching some commercials with Rogue. Exactly. You need to, you know, take a little break. Fair. Okay. Well, I'm excited. We'll get we'll get out of the ocean for a little while. Get in a lake, perhaps. 
Yeah, a bayou. Yeah, <laughs> a bayou, perhaps. That'd be lovely. <laughs> I, I have uh, no idea where it takes place. <laughs> <laughs> well, until next week, I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. Bye. Ooh. Ooh, that's Did a good I mess up again? No, you're beautiful.